That word from Dr. John MacArthur is part of our preparation and teaching for church partnership. And those of you who have been on the website and have uh, viewed those videos have seen Dr. MacArthur before. A storyteller by the name of Kevin Kling was born many years ago with a birth defect. He was born with a left arm that was completely paralyzed and much, much shorter than his right arm. When he was in his 40s, he was involved in a motorcycle accident that left his right arm paralyzed. So while he was in the hospital recovering from this accident, Kling says that he learned some life-changing lessons about prayer, what he calls the three phases of prayer. He said in the first phase of prayer... We pray to get things from God. You know what I mean? Yeah. Second phase of prayer, we pray to get out of things. Lord, save me. And in the third phase of prayer, we learn to give thanks. He said, I'd I'd been through many surgeries during my six weeks stay in the hospital, and each day I'd ride the elevator to the ground floor and try to take a walk. Well, this one day after my walk, my wife Mary and I went to the gift shop and she asked if I would wanted one of the apples they had on display. She said they looked really good. Now, I hadn't tasted food in over a month. I'd lost a lot of weight because food had no appeal. So I said no, but she persisted. Come on, try it. So finally I said, all right, and I took a bite. And for some reason, he said, for some reason, that was the day that flavor returned. And the sweetness of that apple rushed into my mouth, and it was incredible, he said. And I started to cry. Cried for the first time in years. It just felt so good to be alive. I blurted out, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for this life. And that day my prayer shifted to give thanks. So in my, after reading that story, in my study this week, I, I looked up the words give thanks in the Bible. Do you have any idea how often those two words appear side by side in the Bible? Give thanks. 73 times. Give thanks 73 times. And then you have words like thanks and thanksgiving, which appear even more often, and many of their cognates or related words also appearing in the Scriptures. For example, 1 Chronicles 16. Save us, O God, of our salvation, and gather and deliver us from among the nations that we may give thanks to your holy name and glory in your praise. And then Psalm 9. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. And Psalm 28, the Lord is my strength and my shield. In Him my heart trusts and I'm helped. My heart exalts and with my song I give thanks to Him. We did that this morning. We used songs to give thanks to God. Psalm 54, with a free will offering I will sacrifice to you. I will give thanks to your name. And Psalm 100, enter His gates with thanksgiving and His courts with praise. Give thanks to Him Bless His name. And Daniel 2. To you, O God of my fathers, I give thanks 
and praise. And 1 Corinthians 1, I give thanks to my God always. And 1 Thessalonians 5.18, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you, and so on and so forth. We could keep going. 73 times. Give thanks. It's, it's starting to feel a bit like Thanksgiving. And it appears that giving thanks is really important, right? 73 times. Give thanks. So perhaps we should give thanks more and complain less. Give thanks more and criticize less. Give thanks more and grumble less. Why? Because thanksgiving glorifies God and pleases Him. That's what the Bible says. Psalm 69, I will praise God's name in song and glorify Him with what? Thanksgiving. This will please the Lord. (laughs) Not that many times in the Bible that the Bible is so clear about how we can please God. Give thanks. It makes Him happy. Puts a smile on His face. Here's another benefit of giving thanks. Thanksgiving complies with the will of God. I just read this verse. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Verse 16, always be joyful. Verse 17, never stop praying. Verse 18, be thankful in... Ooh. All circumstances. Is that what your Bible says? For this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Again, not many times in the Scripture is is the will of God spelled out so clearly... You know, teenagers and others always want to know, what's the will of God? What's the will of God? I'm going to go to college. I'm going to university. What's the will of God? I need to know who to marry. What's the will of God? It's not always as clear what the will of God is, but here it's pretty clear, isn't it? It is the will of God that we be thankful in most circumstances. In all circumstances, the good ones and the bad ones, the nice ones and the not-so-nice ones, the financially blessing ones and the not-so-ones. Be thankful in all circumstances. Another benefit, thanksgiving releases God's deliverance. Psalm 50, offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving and perform your vows to the Most High and call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you, and you shall glorify me. Now, it seems to me that God's deliverance is somehow connected to this sacrifice of thanksgiving. When we give thanks, more of God's deliverance is released into our lives. Fourth, thanksgiving cultivates the fullness of God's Spirit. Some of our favorite verses right there. In fact, let's read them out loud together, shall we? Ready? Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord, 
always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So giving thanks to God the Father for everything is an evidence of being filled with the Spirit. It's an evidence of being filled with the Spirit of God. And and giving thanks cultivates, nurtures, it, it, it enriches your daily walk in the Spirit. So give thanks. Here's another benefit of giving thanks. Thanksgiving strengthens your marriage. And I'm using Philippians 1.3. It's a bit of a stretch of the text, but bear with me. I, I think you might agree with me when I'm done. Paul is writing to the church at Philippi, and he says to them, you know, you know what, guys, every time I think about you, I just give thanks to God. That's what, that's what those memories of you do to me. I, I praise God. So, on the vertical plane, if I give thanks to God... For my wife, every time I think about her, and on the horizontal plane, if I express my thanks to my wife every time I think about her, don't you think it's going to strengthen my marriage? Don't you think it's going to deepen it and and make it stronger? And all, all the wives are going like this to their husbands. Yeah, yes, of course it will. Right, guys? Yeah. Number six. Thanks. Thanksgiving also helps to keep your kids on your team. Ephesians 6, 4, Fathers, don't provoke your children to anger by the way that you treat them. And one of the things that provokes kids to anger is parents who point out every little thing they do wrong. You don't have to point out every mistake your kids make. Nag, 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 pick, pick, pick. That's not how you keep your kids on your team. Instead, acknowledge them. Recognize them. Show appreciation to them. Express thanks to God for them and express thanks to them for who they are and who they're becoming, the young men and women of God that they're becoming. Honey, you cleaned up your room today. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. This is only the twelfth time I've asked you, but thank you! (laughs) Hey, buddy, you took the garbage out for your mom today. I noticed that. Thank you. Thank you. And you are not getting an increase in allowance, but thank you. See, it just helps to keep your kids on the team. A seventh benefit of giving thanks. Thanksgiving ushers in the peace of God. Beautiful verses. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Don't be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So thanksgiving is a, is a, is a critical component of the prayers that usher in the peace of God into our lives. Does that make sense? So wouldn't you just love to partner with a bunch of brothers and sisters who live out the seven benefits of giving thanks every day of the week? Wouldn't you love to to connect with people in a local church who are dedicated and devoted and, and, and committed to being thankful people? 
Wouldn't, wouldn't that be a great bunch to be involved with? <laughs> Not a trick question. <laughs> so we really, really want the members, the partners, we call them, of our church to be people who are functioning in their area of gifting and talents, doing something, serving the Lord. Function, they're functioning members. We want them desperately to be unifying members, keeping the peace that the Spirit of God has given to the body of Christ. We, we want them to be humble, not full of pride and arrogant and all that sort of thing. We would also see this area of, of living a thankful life as being an important component of being a, a member of our church, a partner of our church. So if you'd like to become an official partner or member here at the gathering, we're asking people to do three simple things. Number one is to just listen to all the messages in this series, and you can do that online. Go to the website, thegatheringwindsor.com, and look at the partnership tab. There's a few articles and a few videos, like the one we saw this morning, that you can watch. I think the entire exercise takes 30 to 40 or 45 minutes. For people like me, it takes maybe a little longer, but you'll be able to get through it in 30 to 40 minutes. And then finally, the third thing we ask is that people come to a seminar, a partnership seminar. It doesn't have to be in that sequence. You can come to the seminar before you do all the homework, but uh, those are the three simple things that we ask pending partners to do. Listen to the messages, do the homework online, come to a seminar. We've already had two seminars, had great turnout for both. And we have two more seminars coming up this week, uh, Wednesday at 7, and it's over by 9.30, and Saturday morning at, uh, at 9 o'clock, and that's over by 11.30, you'll be home for lunch. So you can register online today, you can go to the back, and, and, and the people at the welcome desk will help you register today, so that uh, you can get in on, on the seminars on Wednesday or Saturday morning. So I've just given you seven radical benefits of Thanksgiving. And if we walk in this uh, as friends and family and partners here at the gathering, I, I think it'll have an impact on our homes and it'll have an impact in the schools that we attend, have an impact in our church if we can learn to be thankful. We have seven radical benefits. Would you join me again in saying these out loud? Let's say them in unison. Number one, thanksgiving glorifies God and pleases Him. Number two, thanksgiving complies with the will of God. Number three, thanksgiving releases God's deliverance. Four, thanksgiving cultivates the fullness of God's Spirit. Number five, thanksgiving strengthens your marriage. Number six, thanksgiving keeps your kids on your team. And number seven, thanksgiving ushers in the peace of God. And this is is true for everybody. I mean, everybody can benefit from giving thanks and living that kind of a lifestyle from day to day. And believe me, it doesn't come natural to us. I mean, the sinful human nature wants to point us in the other direction. Critical, criticizing, complaining, grumbling, yeah. But God's Spirit says, oh, no, no, no. I want you to be thankful in all things, in all circumstances, at all times. So this isn't just for new members or new partners at the gathering. This is for all of us who follow Jesus. For everybody. 73 times give thanks. 
So, if we were going to ask you this morning to sign off, to sign a commitment card or response card about partnership and about being a thankful partner, a thankful member at the gathering, and we're not. But if we were, that card, that commitment might look like and sound something like this. I am a church partner. By the grace of God and for His glory and pleasure, I will seek to give thanks in every circumstance. I understand that thanksgiving releases more of God's deliverance into my life and it cultivates the fullness of God's Spirit too. So, I will lead my family in giving thanks to God for our church, our pastors, especially our pastors, our leaders, and our brothers and sisters in Christ. We will worship together in our church and be thankful. We will serve together in our church and be thankful. Church is not about my personal preferences. Amen. I have no personal agenda. Amen. And so I will ask Jesus to help us, our family, fall deeper and deeper and deeper in love with the gathering because He gave His life for her. Can you imagine what might happen in our lives and in our homes if we walk that out every day? Whew. Wow. We'd all have to be walking around with, with sunglasses on because the glory of God would be so bright. It'd blind us. <laughs> Can you imagine what kind of grace explosion might happen in our church if every one of us committed ourselves to giving thanks in all things, can you imagine? Hey, would you like to try it? Would you like to try it? I mean, let's try it. Would you like to try it? I think we should try it. And just see what happens. Some people are going, no, I don't want to do that. This week, only words of thanksgiving in your personal communication with one another. You want to try it? Like at home and at work and at school, just like words of thanksgiving. You're going to have normal conversation, of course. Hey, can, I, you, know, can you get me a coffee? When you're thank you, thank you, thank you. Just words of thanksgiving. So no criticism. No complaining, no gossip, no foolish talk, no off-color jokes, no cussing. That would be good too. Just giving thanks. What do you think? Want to try it? Gord, you in? Okay. How about you, Bob? You in? Want to try it? Just giving thanks. I'm warning you, there could be a mighty, powerful explosion of grace if we do this for a whole week. And my wife is here now, so I, I, I'm committed and she's going to keep me accountable. And you can keep each other accountable, okay? Christian, you in? Want to try it for a week? Okay. We're getting lots of people in. And I just think this could be revolutionary and a little scary. But we're only going to do it for a week. And then we can go back to grumbling and complaining after that, okay? So it's just a week. We're just making a commitment for a week. You good, Nathan? You're in? Okay. How about you, Susie? 
You're in? Okay. Some of you think I'm good with names. I haven't forgotten you. <laughs> the Robarts are in the house too, and this is a good week for them to be here. Yeah. One week of Thanksgiving. Here we come. We need prayer, don't we? We need prayer for this, so let's stand together. Let's stand and pray. Lord Jesus, as we begin what we often call this closing prayer in our service, we want to give you worthy thanks for your priceless redemption. Lord, if if anybody has a, a right and a reason, even a responsibility to overflow with gratitude this morning, it's us. At the very... At the very moment, the very nanosecond that we were given faith to trust you for salvation that lasts forever, we were at that very moment fully and firmly rooted in your righteousness and your love, planted forever in eternal wonder, and we give thanks for that. And now we stand here completely forgiven. We have no need for any other righteousness than yours, and and. And we just can't add one iota to your righteousness. We can't diminish the love you have for us by one degree. Lord, you've already set us absolutely free from the penalty of sin. Hallelujah. You are continually setting us free from the power of sin. And one day you will totally set us free from the very presence of sin. And we can't wait. Lord Jesus, much more fully, we want to live in you, marinating in the riches of the gospel, for life can't be found in anyone else or anywhere else but in you, and we want to be built up in you, maturing in the same grace that saved us, being liberated for the race that you've set before us. We want to be strengthened in you, forgiving others as you've forgiven us, forbearing with others as you forbear with us accepting others as you accept us. Make us great lovers of your glory. May they say of the people at the gathering, man, those guys love the glory of God. Nothing else really matters in this life. Father, may the the rivers of grace come gushing forth with such compelling and propelling force that our Thanks have no chance but to overflow the banks of our hearts like a tsunami of worship and praise for you. We pray all of these things in the strongest, the highest, the best, the most glorious name, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen.